Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 10th edition of Podigus, a podcast where we speak to leaders of just about every kind of organization you can imagine in order to explore the impact of technology both today and in the future. I'm your host, Delcy Bean, the CEO of employee-owned Paragus Strategic IT, located in Hadley, Massachusetts, and serving clients all over New England and beyond. With me today, I have Brian Neves, the owner of Tile America. Tile America has a great story. Originally founded in 1956 in Springfield, Massachusetts, by Harry and Molly Marcus, Brian's father, Jack Neves, later joined the company and helped grow the business into Connecticut. Brian then joined the business himself in the early 90s and opened up additional stores in Connecticut. Today, along with the locations that are run by the founder's children, there are a total of 32 locations across 10 states, and they all work together as one big cooperative called East Coast Tile. Welcome, Brian, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks. I'm, I'm like so psyched to be on the Potagus. I mean, this is like I, better than Joe Rogan. It's, it's it doesn't incredible. get better than Potagus. No. <laughs> so normally I would ask my guests how they got into their industry, but in your case, the story is pretty clear. But I am curious, at what age did you knew you were going to go into the family business? Uh, well, when I graduated, I had a degree in finance and international management, and I really wanted to get into that field. And I, and I did for, for about three years. I was in finance, corporate finance, and, uh, you know, uh, I didn't want to jump into the family business right away. I got some good experience out there, and then an opportunity came up and uh, uh, with the family business, and my father, I met with him, and first time I met with him, I turned down the job, and then six months later, I think we met again, and I, and I said, okay, now I'm ready. Got it. So it was much later in life. It wasn't like since you were 10 years old, you were going into this company. I, well, as a kid, I used to go in and make sample boards in high school. I worked in the warehouse. So I've, I've always been in touch with the business in a way. Got it. And are you passionate about the business or are you passionate about tile or is it both? Uh, definitely both. Uh, it's, it's a fantastic product. I mean, it's, it's been around for thousands of years. It is just a beautiful, uh, it, it makes people happy. That's what I love about tile. And, uh, so it's a great product, and, and I love business. I just love the, the trying, always trying to get better, uh, working on company culture. Just I, I have a big creative side, so I'm involved in the marketing. I, I just I love every bit of it. Oh, that's terrific. So before I go any further, I always like to ask my guests, when it comes to technology, how savvy would you describe yourself to be? Uh, I'd say maybe... Uh, seven on a scale of one to 10. Uh, I, I classify myself as a early adopter. I, I like, I like the new stuff. I like it right away. Uh, we've had an Amazon Alexa for, I think we got it in 2014. It was like the beta version, you know, um, I have an Oculus quest that I play around with. I love that. Our, uh, <clears throat> home is fairly a smart home. We can control a lot. My coffee mug, uh, <laughs> I can control my phone and adjust the temperature. So, you know, I, I like that stuff. Man, that's, that's further along the spectrum than me. <laughs> so you've been in the tile business since the 90s, and you said even before that as, uh, as a kid. During that time, I have to imagine technology has changed the business and even the industry. What changes have you seen? Uh, over the course, uh, 
of, of many years. Uh, when I first started, we, we had just gotten computers. So uh, it, it's, it's come a long way in efficiency and distribution uh, in, in our showrooms, just ordering and uh, the speed of which everything can be done. The biggest thing lately that's come along is in visualization. And we, a couple of years ago, we launched our uh, visualizer and that, that changed everything. Uh, people, people have a really difficult time envisioning what the end product's gonna look like. So with our visualizer, they can snap a picture of their floor, of their backsplash, and they can put the tiles in and start uh, changing the patterns and really getting a feel for how it's gonna look. And that helps a lot in the decision-making. And uh, go, going way back in, in, in the late 90s, we had an early version of a visualizer and it was just so bad that it, it, it didn't get used at all. <laughs> but it, it actually took 20 years later that it, it, it looked so realistic. Uh, you know, they get the shadows in there, they get everything. So that, that's been a huge advance um, in, in, the pa in recent years. And just, you know, with, with the pandemic, you know, our, our website changed totally. We had to add so much more functionality to our website. We added uh, appointment booking, uh, we added chat, we added sample ordering, uh, pick up samples at the store. Uh, you know, we had to go to curbside pickup for samples. We went to virtual consultations. We really learned how to sell remotely. So that was, that was a huge change. And some of that is sticking now. We see that people wanna do a lot more of the advanced work, they're willing to do stuff over the phone. They're they're just using our website so much before they come in. It's it's incredible. And I'd say the, the other big change has been in in marketing and with the advent of digital advertising. And it's we we don't do any. The only traditional advertising we do now is a little bit of uh, network TV that's during the news, but everything else is digital and uh, OTT over the top. Um, uh, marketing to uh, streamers, cord cutters. Has technology impacted the manufacturing of the tile or the installation of the tile? We think of those as kind of very traditional manual processes. Has there been any advancements there? Yeah, um, manufacturing has become highly automated and uh, with the products, uh, just about everything is of porcelain quality now. So much denser tile, stronger tile better glazes. We, you know, back in the nineties, we used to have problems with some tiles scratching and you'd get issues with that and not anymore. It just doesn't happen. So the quality um, of, of the product has improved uh, substantially. Yeah. And on the installation, is it still the kind of the water tile saw in the backyard? Or has there been any changes there? Installation, uh, the mortars have become much better, uh, stronger, uh, tiles have gotten larger, so you need different mortars. I, I think the biggest advancements have come in showers. Uh, when a, if a shower is done properly now, we're properly waterproofed with newer products, it, it should never leak. And um, some of the old methods weren't, they had a lifespan, but the new methods are uh, very, very solid. Very cool. So as you think about the next three to five years, how do you think the tile industry or even the retail side of it are going to continue to change and evolve? Where's technology gonna take us? 
you know, part of our, what we do, we're, we're not, uh, our experience happens in the showroom and we're not a uh, e-commerce player. We're, we're about the, the higher end customer, the customer who really cares and wants a, a real design. Uh, they want to work with somebody. They want a relationship. They're going to come into the store multiple times. They want to get it right. You know, it's a very important decision. So that's kind of our customer. So, and, and that buying process like hasn't changed in thousands of years. <laughs> you know, you go in to a store and you look at things and you, you take some samples home. And um, so, but I see the biggest advances coming. Uh, we're going to have to keep adding to our website to make it um, more functional, more information, more bells and whistles. With the visualizer, we had launched, it only did floors first and then you know, people wanted walls. So we added the wall feature so you could put wall tile. Now people want to change the color of the cabinets in the in their pictures and their paint on their walls. And so that's where it's going to keep going, visualization. And I, I think about things like, um, uh, you know, on the home improvement shows, everybody wants that 3D walkthrough that they show on. And they don't realize that they have a team of uh of people working building that it's like we can't just whip that up but when i look at the new iphone and it has the lidar um, and there's apps where you can you can map an entire room in 3d in minutes um, i i see that technology really advancing um, and, and coming into the fold at some point for vis for visualization what about are we gonna have smart tiles at any point in the future i don't think so uh, you know, people have, have thrown that around. Uh, uh, LED lighting to backlight certain things has, uh, you know, come come a long way. Uh, but uh, no, it's still just a fired tile that's uh, like a piece of piece of art. Yeah. So, is there a technology that you could imagine disrupting the industry in a significant way? Um. The biggest thing I kind of keep my eye on is is really the internet because not a lot of tile is sold over the internet right now, uh, and it's it's a difficult product to sell over the internet because you really need to see it and touch it and feel it and and the weight of it is an issue for shipping. Mm. Uh, but you know Amazon gets better and better at everything, and I always say our competition is our customer's last best experience. So if they had, um, you know, they got something delivered in, you know, overnight or two days, or they had a great experience with Google or Uber, I mean, their customers are starting to expect that from us. So we, I'm constantly thinking about how, how do we deliver on that? And, you know, I also see mobile, mobile ordering is getting um, so popular for everything. And, I, you know, I, I love to just place my order and stop into Starbucks, walk in, walk out, and um, <clears throat> I book my uh, haircut, you know, online, uh, pay for it, everything, walk in, walk out, and I wonder how that's going to come into our business because we have contractors, we have a big contractor trade, and currently they walk in and place an order and wait for us to pull it. And, and I'm, I'm thinking about that experience. Uh, will contractors like to place their own orders and just pull up to our dock and to a numbered space and, and take their order and drive away? So um, constantly thinking about how to 
make it more convenient for our customers. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I've been to two restaurants now that switched over to toast during the pandemic. Yeah. And you get your bill and you'd scan it with your phone and you pay with Apple Pay and you just walk away. Right. And now I go to normal restaurants and I'm, I'm annoyed that I have to wait for them to come get my credit card and go bring it back. It's right. Once that bar has been raised, it's hard to go back. Yeah, and it's it's amazing that that type of technology we seem to adjust to immediately. I mean, you you do it once and you wow, this is fantastic, and then you expect it at the next place. Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I was going to mention toast because they seemed I was just up in Boston and and every place had had that option, and it was so convenient, and that also helps the restaurants with their labor issue because the the wait staff doesn't have to go back to the table and take the credit card and, and do all that. So um, yeah, the pandemic's driving some of this, definitely. So as you think about technology, is there something that scares you? Is there something that kind of keeps you up at night? Um, you know, we're, we're a, a medium to small company in the, in the grand scheme of things. And, and I always kind of wonder uh, you know, the, the big players, the, the big national guys and the things that they have access to, the, the big data and the, uh, the AI and the advanced digital marketing. And, you know, I'm always wondering if they're going to, um, you know, out, outdo us in those areas just, just from an information standpoint. Uh, so I, I think about that a lot. And, and, and that's why we really try and, and keep up with everything. Uh, I, the other thing that, that maybe bothers me a little bit about technology is it, it seems to be expensive and we always say we're going to spend the money and, and it's going to create efficiencies here and we're going to save money and, and, and that, that day never seems to come. It seems like you're just, well, oh, no, now you need to upgrade. Oh, now you need to, this, this comes along. So it's always another, um, it's always <laughs> raising the bar and costing more and more, but it's just, it's just part of it. So, yeah. I mean, I think to your point, it's part of, it's just keeping up. You get, yeah. you don't want to be the one who's using the old technology when somebody's starting to use the new technology. Right. Right. Has your organization ever experienced any kind of major cyber event, unplanned outage where kind of the technology became a problem? Uh, no, knock on wood. We haven't had any major outages. Uh, I would say the most disruptive thing technologically wise, if that's a word, um, is uh, I, in my lifetime, I've been through three ERP changes and, you know, um, and we, we just did one recently. And that is without question <laughs> disruptive to your business. To, uh, March, we switched over to a new system, everything back, accounting, point of sale, everything. Uh, and it is just a shock to the system because everybody has to learn their jobs from like their new employee almost. And uh, despite all the training we did and all the um, bugs that we tried to work out in advance and all the customs that we did, it's just, it, it, you go through a period of adaptation, which is just very painful. <laughs> yeah. You're not alone. I mean, I, I have never seen any kind of major line of business application overhaul that was not insanely disruptive and chaotic and painful in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. And it actually came at a time where um, right now, uh, 
you know, building and renovation is off the charts. So uh, our stores are extremely busy and our volume is the highest it's ever been. So it was not, not a good, good time, but we're, we're powering through it. <laughs> and then you, you know, to your point earlier, you hope that all of it will be worth something, that you're going to get either better data or more automation or somehow this was going to be justified someday. Yes. Yes. We're, we're, we're excited for the future because what we've invested in has so many, uh, you know, bells and whistles and options and improvements, and it'll take us where we need to go. So it's just, uh, it's like the, uh, the childbirth here. It's the painful part. <laughs> so we often talk about technology from the lens of making things better. Have you ever found a situation where the technology actually seemed to make things worse in some way? Uh, worse. I think sometimes when uh, um, it, I think back to when we launched that uh, that visualizer back in the late '90s. It was it was too early. The technology wasn't ready, and the customers weren't ready for it. So it was actually kind of turned into be a, a negative. Uh, that uh, everybody said, "Oh, that's cool," but you know, it's not very useful. Uh, so <laughs> you, you learn from things like that. Um, I do think that, you know, because we're in a real relationship business and like I said, with our with our customers in the showroom, with our builders, with our uh, tile contractor customers, designers, architects, it's, it's a real people business and people have gotten so used to um, not dealing with, with people one-on-one -on -one or in person. And it's uh, it, technology in that way has created a little bit of a disconnect um, and hampered that relationship building part of our business. And we need to, we need to get back to that because it's very, very important. Um, it just seems like lately, like people want to deal with people less and less and um, just want what they want. But uh, luckily uh, in our business, people really need to go to a showroom and see all the options and it is it is overwhelming and they need help and they want to get it right and and it's a lot to pull together um, various elements of uh, a renovation and a, designing a space and and have it come out like it looks on the tv shows or in the <laughs> on on house or um, the different websites that people use so um, that's that's where we come in and we excel yeah, I think you're right that there is this, everything is becoming so transactional and even hyper transactional where we want to do it from our phone, we want to do it instantly, we want it delivered in two days. It's kind of removing all of the, the elements of it that, you know, maybe in some ways were beneficial, but I think you're right. I think in some ways you lose something there too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And with it you know, 30 day, no questions asked for term policy. I think that's also part of it is people just don't worry about it as much anymore. If I make the wrong choice, I'll just send it back. Right, right. And that's a challenge for our business because the product is so heavy and it is shipped uh, distances and it's breakable and there's uh, die lots. So it doesn't always match other. So uh, the logistics is, is a challenge. Yeah, I bet. So as the owner of a very successful organization, how do you keep up with everything going on in the technology space? Uh, I'd say I, I just, when anything new comes out, I just, I try it and I start thinking about, is there an application for it in our business? I'd have to say my kids um, who are in their 
early 20s and you know entering the workforce or in the workforce are every time I meet with them I'm exposed to a whole new um, range of technology and what they're doing and uh, and they're like why aren't you doing this or why aren't you doing and I'm like wow you know and so I'd have to say my kids are a big uh, big part of it and uh, really talking to people in other industries because our, our industry, the tile business is, is somewhat fragmented and a lot of small distributors and retailers across the country. Uh, so it's good to talk to other more mature industries that are using the technology and uh, get ideas from them and through networking and various organizations that I'm involved in, like YPO. All right, Brian. Well, before I let you go, it's time for what we're calling Fast Questions from Flat Delta. Thanks, Delcy, and good afternoon, Brian. In just a moment, I am going to read you a series of choices, and all you need to do is respond as quickly as possible. Are you ready? Yes. Football or basketball? Football. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. TV or book? TV. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Phone call or text? Text. Bagels or donuts? Bagels. And New Hampshire or Vermont? Hmm. I gotta go with New Hampshire. Good choice. <laughs> Brian, I want to thank you so much for being our guest today. I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, and I know that our audience will as well. Great. Thank you for having me.